At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Dating While Gray, the grown-up's guide to love, sex, and relationships. I'm Laura Stasi, and on this episode, true stories of taking a long leap to love. If you ever worry there's some kind of expiration date for being on the dating market, that if you haven't found the one you're looking for after months or years, then your time is up, well, I'd like to introduce you to this woman. My name's Julie. I reached out to you about a year ago, and I thought, Laura Stasi has to talk to me because I'm the queen of dating while gray. I've been doing this for so long. 24 years. That's how long Julie's been dating after her two-decade-long marriage ended in divorce. Julie's career in fundraising allows her to live wherever she wants. After traveling around, she's now in Oregon. Julie's tried basically all of the major dating sites, She's had two long-term relationships, but when she sent me a voicemail in the spring of 2023, she had yet to meet the one. And while she's happy on her own, she's still hopeful, even if the positivity was wavering a bit. I included Julie's voicemail as part of the Dishing on Dating episode, and I neglected to inform her ahead of time. Okay, I admit, I listened to podcasts to help me fall asleep. So I'm listening in bed in the, to the podcast, and I hear this woman talking, and, and she says she lived in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Boulder, and Hawaii, and my, I kind of like woke up, and I'm like, wait, wait, that's me. I did not recognize my voice at all. I did not at all. So I had to re-listen to it, and I was like thrilled. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, so I was just falling asleep one night, and, and uh then I shared it with everyone I knew. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> and it also motivated you to email with an update. Yes. So in this original voicemail, you said, I had a date or two with one fella. How did you two meet? We met on eHarmony, um, which is one of the sites I tended to gravitate towards in the years to come. Um, Match and eHarmony, basically, although I've done them all. Okay, Cupid, Plenty of Fish. All of them. I contacted him first. Um, he was a golfer, so uh, we'd laugh about this. That The first thing I said in my message was, oh, by the way, I live on a Arnold Palmer golf course, and, and I see you like to golf, so maybe you'd drive over the mountain pass to golf at my golf course. So 
Um, we laugh about that. I, and I actually called it a Jack Nicholson golf course, which is an actor, not Jack Nicholas. And so he knew immediately that I didn't golf. You know, he's like, she knows nothing about golfing. He was the uh, executive that ran a private Catholic school. And I thought it was important to let him know, you know, I'm an atheist. So is that going to be a problem? So we kind of got some of those things out early. When you say you got things out early, was this before you even met or was this like part of the getting to know each other? Part of getting to know each other, I think. Um, yeah, just in the first. I only exchange emails and texts for a couple of weeks at the most. And, and we did have a bit of a delay getting together because it was winter and we couldn't get together. But eventually we met halfway. Before meeting him, had you done anything proactive like change dating sites or tweaked your write-up or your pictures? Or did, did he just kind of appear one day? Well, I'm always updating my profile uh, on the sites and trying to make it current and more interesting or trying to add personality to it. probably six months or so, I've been on there and reaching out. And I always tell everyone, you have to reach out. You have to be the one that's proactive and reach out. First in-person date, we went to a resort that is literally halfway between our homes, so about an hour or 45 minutes away from here. We had lunch, and it was... Um, a, a lovely lunch. I can't remember a thing of what we talked about. I told him that the other day. I'm like, do you remember what we talked about? I don't know what we talked about. I'm sure we just shared our our life story and where we're at. And and but after the end of uh, lunch ended, and and he said, hey, there was a bar upstairs, a restaurant downstairs. Would you like to go up and have another glass of wine? And um, and I said that would be great. So we talked. We probably spent about three hours at this place Aww. just talking and really enjoying good company. And um, yeah, and we, we knew we wanted to see each other again. I think we were both kind of surprised that we both were different kinds of people. You know, um, he's a, a super intellectual, a wonderful teacher, a wonderful, he's been a wonderful father. Um, we we just enjoyed each other and we laughed a lot. I think that was key. We find humor in things and we're able to, you know, and I'm a very honest, upfront, open person about things. I asked about his wife and all of that. I had gone through a cancer battle with my daughter. So we had some commonality in that and understanding, you know, the stress that that puts on a family and how hard that is. So we had common things, but we were very different um, where he grew up. And um, we were both college athletes. We had a lot in common. So we we shared shared a lot of things and enjoyed travel. We both enjoyed travel a lot. And so, you know, I think one of the next things we did, aside from visiting each other's homes and kind of uh, dates, dinners, theater, some fun things, you know. And then finally, the first weekend at someone's home. <laughs> so, is that nerve-wracking? Oh, of course it is. It's always so awkward. But I remember I invited him. I said, come for the weekend. I have four bedrooms. You don't have to sleep in my bed. And um, you can golf. <laughs> you know, and finally, you kind of break through that ice of having an intimate relationship. You know, and then we started planning more things together. We really enjoyed the time. It's really awkward. For me, particularly... Having lived alone for a long, long time, I think I have 
single behaviors that are weird or just me. I remember when I first got divorced, I wouldn't let the dog sleep in the bed with me because I thought I don't want to get her in the habit of sleeping where somebody else might. <laughs> you never know. I know. And, you know, after a couple of years of that, I'm like, I'll get up here. <laughs> Do you care to share anything specifically about what you mean by weird single behavior? One of the things I do, I work all week, right? I've been a full career person. And on Saturday mornings, all I do is watch cooking shows and drink coffee. Oh. I mean, literally from seven till noon. I, I, I love it. I love cooking. And, you know, some people find that kind of odd. Like, wait, it's a beautiful sunny day. We should be out hiking. I'm like, oh, no. You know, we got to wait. But it's just awkward having someone in the house and kind of, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I make my coffee a certain way. So it's just getting used to having someone in the same space physically with you. It's uh, interesting. So how many times did he come over before you said, hey, I got this thing I like to do? Or did you from the very beginning say, I'm going to be drinking coffee and watching cooking shows all day? Oh, from the beginning. <laughs> there was no hiding anything. You can go golfing if you want. I'm going to watch cooking shows. <laughs> I'm more, I'm more flexible than that. But yeah, no, it's, um. I mean, we laugh a lot about our, us being quirky and having our ways of doing things. And I mean, he's still developing his ways of doing things and figuring out, Um, you know, he downsized from a huge 50 acre ranch to a small home in, in a new neighborhood. And he's setting up a house on his own again. So, you know, he's going through, there's a lot of transition this year, a lot of things that are happening. So as this relationship is progressing, did it ever make you, I don't know, because it, it is kind of a stark difference being on your own for a quarter of a century versus being part of a couple for over a quarter of a century. Was that ever a tricky thing to talk about or maneuver, navigate? Oh, we're quite honest and open about everything because once we realized we really liked each other and we could see that maybe there was a good enough foundation for a wonderful life together he'd been married twice okay so there there was some divorce in that. but we both come with so much experience and we both are glass half full people wanting to live and enjoy and, and take in the small moments and we are just determined to be very communicative, very transparent with our feelings. He has about 10 times the resources I have, Oh, but we're upfront about it all. Tell me what the housing arrangements are going to be. Yeah. So I'm selling my house and it turns out I'm selling it to my daughter. So it's sort of a not as big a deal as it could be. But yes, and my house is bigger than his house. Uh, his is a perfect retirement house. And so I'm quite thrilled with the idea of downsizing. And um, he doesn't have the kitchen of my dreams, but it's okay. You know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere, and but I have a beautiful, stunning view. And But it's, it's, it's a challenge being here. And uh, there's many more resources and things where he lives. So it was an easy decision to make to move in with him. Yeah. And uh, we're having the funny part of, you know, figuring out how to, you know, what I bring over to his house. He's got the ugliest single bachelor leather couch with cup holders and lights <laughs> and, you know, plugins for your computer that is like <laughs> ugly. And I have this very sleek, modern home with my 
you know, white linen, low design within reach couch. <laughs> so the first thing I had to get over was like, that couch is not coming to my house because it's, it's just not a guy's couch. His couch is staying for now because I really care for him <laughs> and, uh, and enjoy watching movies on that couch with him. But, um, but he has promised eventually we can get rid of the couch. <laughs> so, Well, you know, it's interesting because you're saying, and I understand you haven't moved in yet, but you're saying his house, his couch. And I have to tell you, I know Design Within Reach. <laughs> Design Within Reach, <laughs> they're probably going to faint if you... Okay, honestly, I know you love him I and I know stuff is just stuff, but surely <laughs> this has got to be... I mean, do you ever wake up at night going, oh my God, what am I doing? We've actually purchased some things that we know we need that um, he needs that um, I don't have and that would work best for our stuff. So we've done a couple of purchases and and uh, we've you know flagged everything I'm going to take over. I mean, yes, there are moments like, wow, um, I because I'm so used to having time alone. But we talk a lot about that, about how, yeah, you can go golfing for a weekend with your buds. That's great. Yeah. You know, I can't do everything all the time together. And I do volunteer work and I'll continue to do that. It's, you know, yes, um, I do worry about am I going to have enough of my alone time um, because uh, it's smaller home, not working. I mean, because working, you got away and I travel a lot for work. So um, it's going to be different, but we're going to plan a lot of trips. What did you really most appreciate about being single and what made you most anxious about being single? Most appreciated about being single. Well, I, I do love the flexibility I have in, uh, you know, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. And I enjoy, you know, no one's looking over my shoulder, judging me, watching too many episodes of some <laughs> or binging on Netflix. You know, I, I mean, I can do that. I can watch all the Godfather movies in a weekend and repeat. I enjoyed the 24 years in which I got out and met new people. You just have to keep a positive attitude and think of it as meeting new friends and don't be too serious about it. What I, I laugh when I first started online dating, it can suck you in and you can spend hours on those sites. And I did not, I could see that that was a problem and I did not want that to happen. I had this beautiful hourglass thing that I got from MoMA. I don't know why I remember that. I don't have it anymore, but I would turn it over for one hour yeah. of the sands shifting in and that's all I'd allow myself time on. And then I, Sometimes I would just take a break and go back, but I tried to make it a, a rule that it wasn't overtaking my life finding someone else. It was, you know, sort of sugar on top kind of thing. It doesn't sound like you were anxious. It almost sounds like, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost sounds like you knew in the back of your mind that you were going to find someone. Well, I... There were moments, and there have been moments, and literally right before I met this recent person, um, I, you know, I started to think, you know, maybe I'm not, you know, and maybe, maybe it's time to get some cats. <laughs> I really want a dog, but I can't have a dog where I live. I couldn't understand why I hadn't met someone because I feel like I have a wonderful package of things to offer someone. I would get over that really quickly because it's just happenstance. It's just timing. It's just opportunity. And it's just, you know, it just, it was to happen. I, I did really feel like one day I would meet someone. I wasn't 
worried per se, but you do start to wonder, well, maybe it's just not gonna happen. And I was okay with that, I was okay with that. Julie and her partner are both retiring. She says they are not talking marriage right now, but they do have all the legal paperwork in place to address their plan to live together as a committed romantic partnership. By the way, you heard Julie mention MoMA and Design Within Reach. MoMA is the Museum of Modern Art. Design Within Reach is a home furnishings retailer, though Reach might seem like a stretch when you look at the price tags. For some of us like Julie, the long leap to love is measured by the time it takes us to find someone. But for others, the long leap is measured more by mindset. I thought, well, this is it. It's great to meet Clyde. However, I may need some time to heal and to kind of find myself again. So I was protective of that. That's Trish. We'll share her updated story with Clyde after the break. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make it easy to eat better every day. Whatever's on your schedule, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and in two minutes eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Every week, you have over 35 different options to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Plus... There are over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons. So if you're looking for fast, upscale, delicious, easy options, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash datingwellgray50 and use code datingwellgray50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash datingwellgray50 and use code datingwellgray50 to get 50% off. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Maybe you remember the 2022 episode with two people I call Trish and Clyde. They met while taking pickleball lessons in a class with three other people, including me. Clyde's been married and divorced twice. After that second divorce, he retired, sold his house, bought a minivan, and traveled all over the country playing golf. As for Trish, she's been married and divorced once, it's a long and especially sordid story of her now ex-husband's infidelity. Neither Trish nor Clyde was looking for love when they randomly met in our pickleball class. Romantic sparks flew instantly, but they didn't act on them immediately. Instead, they started playing pickleball together. They're neighbors, so they also took long walk and talks, really getting to know each other. And they began spending evenings together, watching movies and eating the dinners Clyde would cook for Trish while she was at work. At the end of that 2022 podcast episode, Clyde and Trish were happily taking it one day at a time. 
I decided to check back in with them to see if their relationship has evolved even more. I remember eating dinner one time with him, and he looked over at me and he said, so where do you think this is going? Mm. And I hadn't really given it a lot of thought because, you know, I was working during the day and I would see him at night and I just, it started making me realize, well, I think I really just need to seriously think about this. And I told him that I just absolutely was having the best time of my life and I'm not angry like I thought I would be at that time because of my history with my ex-husband. And uh, and I just loved the feeling of not being angry. Mm. Uh, did the question in any way feel like pressure to you? Um, not really. I think it was more of a question just, you know, maybe he had thought about it. Maybe it just popped into his head. Tell us, had you thought about it? I had thought about it because I had been divorced longer than her. And I kind of given up on romance, as I told you earlier. And then I met Trish and everything changed for me. And But I knew she was still relatively fresh off of her divorce uh, compared to me, especially. And she just needed some time. And I knew from my experience over time that she would get there if she you know, felt the same way about me as I felt about her. So I was just wondering, you know, where her head was. And I think every month or every couple of months, I might ask her, you know, how are you doing? And how are we doing? And let's check in. I was very cautious, though, not so much because of him, but because I was protecting my own well-being, because I wasn't sure if I was just going to flip out and just not be a normal functioning 62-year-old who might just be too bitter about uh, my situation. And I thought, well, I'm enjoying this, yes, but how long is this going to last? I wonder if I'm going to start having these demons from my past surface again, you know? So I was, I was very concerned about that. And I thought that my independence was going to be sort of swallowed up again like it was in my marriage. When you were wondering where it was going, did you feel a need to put a label on it? No, I didn't. No, not at all. I had my own place, and I'd furnished it like it was going to be my forever home, my condo. That was one of her first comments when she came over. Boy, this is good furniture for a man. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't feel a need for a label, but I felt the need, like I've always felt the need to be exclusive. Okay. Like, I'm not multiple da- dating multiple women at once kind of person. It's one at a time for me. And since I wasn't even planning on anything and hadn't been dating anyone since my last marriage, then I was like, I'll just see where it goes. But I did kind of want to see where her head was because I knew things were still raw for her. It's not like you were going to get on a dating site if she wasn't interested, but you probably wanted to make sure that you weren't, I don't know, kind of chasing after rainbows. Exactly. Yeah. What's that song? Chasing after waterfalls? (laughs) Don't go chasing after waterfalls. Is that the way that song goes? That's a song. Yeah. (laughs) 
you want to be, I don't know, respectful. You want to live in the moment. But at the other, you don't want to all of a sudden find yourself, oh my gosh, I've been- What just happened? Falling in love with someone who is- <laughs> Is like, not available. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not emotionally or otherwise available. I think we had some conversations where we thought, you know, this is really nice to spend the majority of the week together after work. And he would stay over and I liked it. And I thought when he wasn't there, I kind of thought, well, I'm I'm a little lonely. I kind of like it when he's here. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of evolved. And it wasn't necessarily planned at any, any one time. But we, I remember thinking to myself, we're just going to keep going and see where this leads. It morphed into me staying over at her house probably more than she stayed at mine because she had a little dog that oh. she had to take care of. And we renovated, or she had her place renovated, and I helped a little bit. And she ended up being at my place for about a month during that. So that was sort of a trial period kind of thing. And her and her dog came over and stayed at my condo while her place was under construction, her kitchen. And that was about six or seven months after we started seeing each other more seriously. So it was pretty quick, actually. Did that make you nervous in any way? I'm thinking if, okay, I'm just trying to put myself or the average listener in your shoes. I'm dating somebody, it's going well. And then they say, oh, I'm going to renovate my kitchen. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I guess we're not going to talk. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Well, I was all in and helping her with the renovation and doing stuff with her and it was fine with me if she came to my place for a month i i like i wanted her to and i was fine with it she was actually probably a little more cautious about it than me and had second thoughts well i'm talking about the financial aspect of her investing in a property she owns by herself oh that didn't bother me at all that's her property and she gets to do whatever she she wanted you know new stuff in the kitchen and she was replacing the floor anyway, and it kind of you know turned into a whole kitchen remodel. Did that feel a little weird to you to do that? It actually seemed really natural for some reason, and he helped me every step of the way. He went to Home Depot with me and helped me select the countertops. <laughs> it's almost like I felt we were a happily married couple, and we'd known each other for, you know, 10, 15 years. It just seems like everything we did together, we connected. We could be shopping in the grocery store. We could be playing pickleball. We could be taking walks. We could be traveling. And, uh, you know, we went to Hawaii together. We went to Bermuda. We went to Portugal. Um, been to several trips and down to Florida. And everything just seemed so easy and comfortable. And the way we travel together, I, I like to plan the details, the hotels and the rental cars and the airline bookings. She likes to plan the itineraries. And so that works out perfectly because I don't really care that much what we do as long as she's there with me and mm. I have a companion. So it just works out fabulously. And, and she's turned me on to podcasts. Yay. I hardly ever listened to podcasts until I met her. Well, except for one. No. <laughs> you got your kitchen renovated. You moved in with him and the dog, you and the dog, while the kitchen was getting renovated. Then you go back into your now nicely renovated kitchen. And I believe we had a conversation about, well, we've been spending all this time together. Maybe we should 
keep living together. I want to add to that too. After the renovation, when she spent all that time at my place, then I basically spent pretty much every night at her place. And I would pack a little bag. And then when she'd go off to work, I'd go back to my place and spend the day <laughs> and do my thing and, you know, read and go on walks and, and do the stuff I did. So we, we were sort of almost living together, but not quite. When did it happen that it was going to be a more or less permanent thing? We never, um, at least I never felt tired of him. And we just really wanted to spend all that time together. And it was time. It had been a couple of years at that point. Was there discussion about your place versus my place? Not really. It was always going to be her place. <laughs> her place was, is not her and no that place. Was fine with me. I know well, she's with that. And I, I'm renting. I'm renting my condo. Once I moved in with her, I started. Okay, so you decided to keep it, but rent it out. Correct. Furnished or unfurnished? Furnished. Oh, okay. So that takes care <laughs> well, of that problem. <laughs> that was yet another discussion. When I bought my condo in, in 2018, I thought, well, this is just going to be a temporary place. However, I loved the idea of being able to uh, design it and furnish it the way I wanted. And I love the ocean and love the the colors of blue. So I thought, well, this is this is really fun for me to be able to decorate how I want. So when we talked about which condo we would want to live in, mine was pretty much always going to be the one that we were going to live in. Did you ever think, well, you could do that with Clyde's condo? You could repaint it. I have a really nice patio, and it's very tranquil out there, and the birds love to come. I have a nice little spot where they can um, eat their bird seed and we can watch them. Plus, as a sweetener, she let me have her second bedroom for my office. The big word, M, marriage. <laughs> is that on the table? It, it is. We're just still being cautious. So We are being cautious? Yes, uh, we are being we, cautious. Both of you. I, I have my... Oh, yeah. It's, it's already happened for me twice. Yeah. And even though I'm sure Trish is the one, there's still, you know, some caution to, to be used here. I love the idea of being married again, but there's part of me that's sort of like at age 62, do I, do I need to do that? I just still want to be sure because I, I don't want to get divorced again. It's like a death. And I just, I don't want to have those negative feelings again. Yeah, I, no, I totally get it. At the same time, to be devil's advocate, even if you were to not get married, I would think if your relationship with Clyde were to end, it would probably be as emotionally impactful as a divorce, or would it not be? Well, it would, you're right, it would be emotionally, but from a legal standpoint, it would, um, you know, it would be a lot smoother to break up than it would be to get divorced. Yeah. And I just, I don't like the whole process of divorce. And um, so, but there's, you know, I'm still ambivalent, but I know that I love him more than I've loved anyone else, maybe besides my children. Um, so there you go. We had the M word and the D word. 
<laughs> All in the same sentence. <laughs> and the L word. <laughs> yes. Trish told me she too is getting ready to retire, and Clyde's getting back into a minivan. This time it will be with Trish. They'll be traveling around the country, visiting national parks and what else, playing pickleball. And just like Julie isn't a fan of her partner's furniture, you heard Clyde say Trish isn't a fan of his. <laughs> I just say, what is it about men and women and their different tastes in furniture? Do you remember how dating coach Demona Hoffman said we should all be looking for more green flags? So maybe there's a correlation? Bad couch, good guy. Dating While Grace audio production and mix is by Steve Lack Audio. Theme music by D. Peter Schmidt. Please like and follow Dating While Gray wherever you get podcasts. That way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're so inclined, leave a review, letting everyone know what you love about us. For more on the show, check out datingwhilegray.com. That's where you can find the Dating While Gray archive of episodes. You can also find links to send me questions, comments, tips, and true stories through email and voicemail. You know I love hearing from you. While you're there, sign up for the free Dating While Gray e-newsletter delivered every Friday to your inbox. That's datingwhilegray.com. I'm Laura Stasi. Thanks so much for listening. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.